1-855-454-3221. I'm John Miglash for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, let's get over to this one. This is kind of fun. Uh, this I, I was going to do this yesterday. I skipped it. But anyway, Mountain Dew has resurrected Bob Ross. And, you know, Bob used to have this great show where he would paint paint pictures live right in front of you. And it was always just amazing how he could do a landscape. Just, you know, trees would be... And he kind of inspired me. I did some plein air painting, if you know what that is. I worked with Daniel Smith, John Cogley, uh, and we became very good friends. And um, so I did more painting back in those days. And I think you could say Bob Ross probably was my main inspiration. My wife has a degree in art, and she said, you know, she used to watch Bob on TV. So let's go over to Bob, and this is a Mountain Dew version of bringing him back from the dead. I think he passed away in 1995, perhaps. Let's see. How about we add some happy little droplets? Sometimes in life you get a little thirsty. And when a refreshing opportunity comes along, you can just... Shoot, that's good. <laughs> and that's where How we're going. We that's where we're going with CG and with, uh, um, with artificial intelligence. We can make anybody say anything. And you don't even have to hire actors. How cool is that? Uh, from a marketing perspective, it's the reality we've always dreamed of. Think about that. Just think about that for a bit. Okay, so let's get over to the real news. Facebook, not Facebook, Firefox, introduces uh, a new a new tool to prevent cookie-based tracking. And really the way to, it doesn't prevent it, but what it does is it says, okay, here's the way it works in the, in the uh, current world where you're, your browser saves cookies and the browsers are it's handy it's it's what it, it's what makes it so you don't have to log in every time you go on a website if you want to know what cookies what they were sort of invented for it, it was you you sign into a website you know you join the WDMA and I found it does give you cookies you join the WDMA and you say trust this computer and it'll give you a cookie that's part of WordPress I didn't have anything to do with setting it up but the next time you come, it probably will log you in. Depends on if you use a private browser or not, okay? But normally, then the browsers, and this is like for 20 years or at least, yeah, 15, they just throw them into a hopper, this big cookie jar. And then anybody who wanted to could go looking for the cookies in the, in the, in the hopper. So whenever you went to, when you went to the next website, it could say, oh, Let's see if there's any Facebook cookies in here. Let's see if there's, you know, when was the last time they went to Facebook? When was the last time they went to ESPN? When was the last time they went, they did a Google search, kind of that kind of stuff, okay? And then, where it got really all <laughs> broke loose, was when third-party tracking companies, Akamai and guys like that, would give a cookie general cookie would say hey facebook or somebody hey wdma instead of get in or in addition to giving your cookie your first party cookie that's a first party guy wdma cookie from dma for dma or wdma that's a first party cookie but akamai would pay websites as an example 
to give another cookie on a, in addition, and that cookie then would be like universally looked for. And Akamai, every time you hit a site that was working with them, every time you went to a new site, Akamai would know all the sites you went to. How cool is that, right? So Facebook now, for a couple of years, has been blocking the the third party, the main third party groups, okay? And so those were gone. And but now what they're saying is, okay, we'll make a little repository that Facebook can look in, but they can't look in all the rest of these, because what they're doing is they're linking first-party cookies together across the internet to essentially get you the same thing as the third-party cookies did. Plus there's the identity of your machine which is almost a which is almost a fingerprint of your cuz no two machines are exactly the same with the same browser and the same default settings and the same operating system version and all and the same um, the same IP, you know, provider, right? So anyway, they're tricky and they, it's a war and it's fun. Okay, let's get on to the last article. <laughs> Direct mail lessons from five tuxedo rental after five tuxedo rental. Okay, and Heidi, wonderful. This is a wonderful article. I could just go to I could just go to to uh, Postcard Mania, which is which is where she got this from. I could. I could review each of their case studies. There's a bunch of really good case studies. Postcard Mania better than almost anybody else in the business um, gives case studies. And, you know, I'm really impressed with that. I just like the approach. I don't think they're the really best case studies because they don't teach direct marketing very much. But at least they do have some data and say, well, before we did postcard mania we got this and now we get this is that strictly legit well you know i asked one of my golf clients who had a golf golf furniture catalog essentially for golf courses i said matt is is you know is a golfer who shoots 86 worse than a golfer that shoots 73 and he thought about it for a minute and he said well it depends I said, right, the worst round professional PGA round Jack Nicholas ever had was 86. The best round I've ever had on a more or less executive course was a 73. It was still hard. And there's no way I'm in a class with anybody like that. He said, right, it depends on the weather, on the, what course you're playing. On. It depends on all, like 100 different things. could be mini golf, for all you know. You can't just compare the score. So when you say, okay, we, we did better na- now than later, uh, that's, that's not, it's not legitimate. It's just not a legitimate comparison, never mind a case study. And so that element is almost universally missing from all the articles I read about mail. But come to the tactile marketing system. You can register for it. Uh, If you just go to WDMA.org, which uh, Keith put up the link, uh, you don't have to go to the join. That will get you the subscription that I talked about. But up um, up in the upper corner, right about here, when you get on there, you might have to scroll down a little. We have beautiful pictures of Wisconsin. Uh, there's a coming events, and tomorrow at 
3 p.m there's this tactile marketing system i think it's going to be really good uh there keith put that link up so now the link is down in our show in our messages on linkedin how about that keith is my buddy here <laughs> anyway so what happened okay after five is a tuxedo rental company located in baton rouge uh and they use mail and this is important they use direct mail for customer acquisition. Got that? That's important. Because even the most dedicated mailers I see cutting back on customer acquisition. They think they can generate just as many customers with digital and at about a quarter the cost. Although those costs keep rising in digital because more and more people are competing with you on whatever pay-per-click you want. And I think I'm going to be touching on that uh, tomorrow afternoon. That, that's a little more full-length thing. But, you know, when you really analyze the cost per click plus the bounce rate and then the conversion rate, you're getting about the same conversions after bounce. But, like, the average florist pays $5 per click from Adweek study. It's, and some of my friends say it's way more than that if you're a local retailer and then your bounce rate is 50% so now you're $10 and then you get a 2% response or something like that well for mail you can get out in the mail for a dollar per per uh, prospect per piece well way less than that and and so if you get the same relatively the similar response rate you're your cost per acquisition is is minuscule in comparison with digital it depends on the numbers I'm not gonna tell you that direct mail is always better that direct mail has an average response of 2% I've run multi-million dollar companies that had 0.5% response rate average okay but anyway this after five figured out that 60% of their of the weddings that they booked were from post these postcard mailings that's another thing that's interesting is that is that uh, people care more how they look at the wedding than they do at the prom the article mentions that they figured out that a wedding you might you might rent five tuxes but at a prom it's just one at a time so there's a five time greater sale and it's probably a more a more expensive tux with more accessories you know, I mean, I did rent a tux when I went to prom, but, you know, it was, and it was in the 70s, so it had the ruffly pink, <laughs> God, you should see those pictures. Anyway, I ran across one the other day. So, they figured out that weddings was a better target than, than uh, mail, and there's lots of wedding sites and wedding magazines, even, that you can actually get a list from so it doesn't go into all of that they got rid of their stock photography you know I'm not going to talk much about that except to say that that Heidi up here um, Heidi says have you have you taken a quick review of your clients layout and design printers you may not be qualified to do it uh, probably you're not I have to say I'm guessing postcard mania has some professionals that can do it but if you join the WDMA and I mean join legit <laughs> support our efforts I'd be happy to look over mailing pieces for you I started in design 
most people don't know that. I got sucked into data. But I started by doing layout and copy and list selection. And so I've actually done every piece. And I sold printing before that. So um, that's we're working on a package so that printers can can utilize those resources, that help, for their clients without... You know, without threatening the client with saying, you know, would you like a consultant to come in? And, you know, that scares the marketing people half to death. And I don't blame them. And a few heads have rolled when I come in. So, you know, we're trying to we're trying to smooth that out a little and work with the printers directly. So if you're a printer, but you think, you know, this doesn't look like it's as effective as it could be. I'd like somebody to look at this. But there's hardly anybody left anymore. They're all dead. All my friends. So join the WDMA and let's work this out. I mean, we're going to work this out. But I'm looking right now for some printers that want to partner in this and explore this together. You know, we're, Andrew and I are going to talk. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, not only that, but we can help you with your data and a lot of other things. And you don't have to be worried that they're going to a consultant that's just going to tell them, oh, go digital. Oh, everything's digital. Transform your business with digital. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, so uh, are your customers doing ROI analysis from your direct mail campaigns? Where that needs to start, and Andrew's talk, go find my post from two days ago, my afternoon post with Andrew Ettinger. It is cosmic it'll blow your mind how great andrew does he explains how he weans people off digital that's what you need to hear if you're with the ups or if you're with you're with a printer that that wants people to do more mail so and you know come on to tactical tomorrow at three you can still register but um it's going to be broadcast like this so just you know Put a note in your calendar, but there's a link actually that puts it on your calendar, which I really like. Okay, so almost nobody does hard ROI analysis. I think that's going to be my next webinar. It's going to be, what does ROI mean? I had two or three people this week tell me that they knew their ROI, and what they meant was, I know what I spend on my advertising, and I know how much sales I get. That's not ROI. That's not even close. Your CFO will laugh in your face if that's what you come up with. He will laugh and he will say, what kind of baloney is this? You're a dumb marketer. So we're going to talk about ROI <laughs> plenty because we need it. But that's not where you really start. Andrew makes this point. The way you figure it out is with holdout testing because that tells you the real impact of the mail. And Andrew even explains on that, on that video a little bit of how to do it. We're working on some really solid technology for printers to help people do real direct mail and real direct marketing. That's enough for now, as usual. Have a great day. Go over to WDMA.org and click that link and join us tomorrow. You know, it will be live so you can make comments. I always love to, to do the questions. We do them right in the middle and you can you can... Telling me I'm crazy, that's fine. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.